Life is so much more than a diagnosis. It's about sharing time with those you love, hanging with friends who lift you up, and experiencing all those moments that bring you joy. All hits, no skips. Learn more about Cascali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Cascali is right for you. So long live singing to the oldies, jamming out to something new, and everything in between. Welcome into Crown Corner as we get you ready for Charlotte FC and CF Montreal, the first of two meetings with these two teams, and they'll meet in quick succession uh, twice in a three-week span and twice in a three-match span for Charlotte FC, a team that Charlotte had a lot of trouble with last year, a new head coach in Hernan Lozada, actually the man who was the first head coach to ever see Charlotte FC. I got him with DC United before he was sacked midseason in favor of Wayne Rooney. Uh, I wanted to start, though, off the pitch, Jess, because we did get some good news and the first little business done from Charlotte's perspective with the acquisition of Scott Arfield, midfielder, formerly of Rangers, Huddersfield Town, and Burnley, among others. Uh, he was a teammate at Burnley of Ashley Westwoods. And uh, I think from this standpoint, we kind of knew that the midfield was a space that Charlotte FC definitely needed to address. Just look back no further than Wednesday when you had to be forced to put Ash, or put uh, Harrison Awful rather, in a midfield spot off the bench uh, in place of the holding midfield. This is certainly something that's a welcome uh, sign for Charlotte and uh, could really make some contentious nature happen in that deep six position. Yeah, absolutely. I think he's a very versatile player that can play all across the midfield, which is always nice to know that you've got someone that can offer you depth in whatever position you need in the midfield. We understand that our midfield right now has had some gaps and we haven't had the squad depth to be able to strengthen those gaps. Whenever you look at goals we concede, unfortunately, you see the massive gaps between the midfield and the defence. And that's partly the defence's fault. That's also partly the midfielder's fault. With Arfield, what we love about him is that experience that he's going to bring to the table. The fact that he already knows Westwood is, of course, helpful. But what I really have enjoyed in the social media presence of Arfield so far and what the club has posted is how enthusiastic he seems. He seems ready to go. He seems like this is going to be the next challenge. And the last person that reminded me of that when he signed was Ashley Westwood, right? Westwood set big goals in his earlier media appearances saying he wanted goals, he wanted assists, and he's kind of been able to show what he can do at this level. We're hoping that Arfield's able to make that quick transition in to offer some more experience in the middle of the park. I know the initial thought with him also was, you know, the age was a factor. 34 years old is something that, you know, when you bring in a player wanting to make an immediate impact, uh, you wonder about that. But uh, I also feel like, you know, a lot of those questions had been answered. Uh, Christian Latanzio spoke to that in his press availability just before we got on here, Jess, and he said that he's not worried about the age. Uh, the fact that he was able to train basically off of a little bit of a holiday he took after uh, the Scottish Premier League season. And, you know, he did two training sessions right away with Charlotte and, uh, didn't necessarily bat an eye so that part is encouraging and I also think about you know we want we sometimes wonder about the way a player of his nature and caliber exits a club a lot of times some players or fans will say good riddance to a certain player there are a lot of Rangers fans who have flooded the social media channels of Charlotte FC saying not only are they sad to see him go but they are almost angry that Rangers didn't retain him and thus have become instant Charlotte FC fans wanting to see him succeed. 
yeah, always a good sign when you've left that positive impact on a club and the fact that they still want him around shows that his level hasn't dropped despite being of an older end of the spectrum. Still not that old. What is he, 34 years old? Plenty of mm -hmm. life left in him yet. And I think that the experience is invaluable. And from what I've heard, he's training with a good intensity. He looks like he's raring to go. And I think it's helpful that he hasn't taken too much of that holiday will so that he should be fresh whenever he gets the opportunity to debut for the crown. Christian Latanzio spoke on a numerous occasions about wanting three players in. That's one. Where do you, do you think the other two can or should come from? Well, I think we need a left back, a natural left back. Uh, unfortunately, it seems like the left backs that we have on the roster aren't Latanzio's pickings right now. And Nathan Byrne having to play a left back it is just not always as comfortable with him being mainly right foot dominant. I think that particularly with the system that we like to play with fullbacks, it's a very complex system. So we need an elite level fullback that is able to do that to the best of their abilities instead of perhaps always getting caught off guard with the backtracking and trying to open your body from being inverted. Uh, I'm wondering, having seen Guzman Corujo, and I know that Latanzio came out and said it was just some cramp and just a little bit of fatigue from not having game minutes in, but do we still need to strengthen the centre-back? Sometimes I think so. When you're conceding this many goals, your back line needs some adjusting. The other area I look at is maybe even somewhere in the forward line. We have Vinny Mello playing very well at Crown Legacy. If he's able to step up, I'll retract my comment. But if he's not given the opportunity to come back into the first team, then maybe we need some reinforcements there because Enzo Capetti has been good in his comeback, but still you know, hasn't been able to find that killer instinct week in, week out. Patrick Adjuman is exciting, but he's a rookie. We know that rookies have their limits. Maybe some competition up top wouldn't be a bad thing as well. I also wouldn't put it past them, you know, trying to maybe get a more attacking-minded midfielder. I know that, that Carroll kind of has the cam position when this team is at full flight, all locked up and buttoned. But, you know, there does need to be, I think, some uh, increased creativity up front. I know that when we saw him go down, or at least when uh, when he was not in for the uh, international break, you kind of questioned the creativity and even when you had him playing at the nine almost kind of playing as a false nine and almost caught between two minds and such uh, i'm wondering if, if maybe that's something that is a continued evolution piece because again i, I still think the best version of this team is is having capetti and carol both on the field together carol working in a support role of capetti and, and also having somebody else centrally who also can create alongside carol yeah i think you're right and Again, uh, this club is very ambitious. They've brought in a lot of players. Some have been hits, some have not been hits. But at the end of the day, we need to be able to create opportunities in different ways and, and kind of get rid of that one-trick pony instinct. So we'll see what happens. I'm very excited to see this transfer window, but we need to pick up results soon because, as we know, if you keep dropping points, this table starts to separate itself away from you a little bit. And I think, you know, he said, did Latanzio, that you know, he wouldn't necessarily characterize Wednesday's result as a sour taste in your mouth. Uh, he thinks that they didn't deserve to win a game at all, uh, which I think is a departure from some of his recent comments where he, he's felt that the team deserved more. Uh, he thinks that the 2-2 two -two result flattered Charlotte FC. And I wouldn't disagree with him when he says that because I think you and I were both kind of hanging on for dear life in the broadcast booth on Wednesday night. And uh, Christian Kalina made a couple of very daring saves. Unfortunately, it was the one that he misplayed that led to the game being equalized. Uh, I think Charlotte FC is fortunate to come out of Wednesday with a tie. And 
This game on Saturday, while Montreal has struggled away from home, they're on pretty good form of late. Three results in their last four, and they are also one of the top clean sheet getters in all of uh, MLS, although they've also been clean sheeted more than any other team other than Colorado. So it's almost kind of been a feast or famine season from our friends in French Canada. Yeah, firstly, the comments from Latanzio. Okay, they didn't deserve to win based on the second half performance, but the first half performance should have been able to put the game to bed. The disparity between the two halves is what makes it so concerning and I think is what left the bad taste in our mouths, Will, because it felt like this game was going in a completely different direction until the half-time break. So I, I agree in some ways that the second half didn't earn this team the opportunity to get three points, but we have to find a way to make sure we don't have second halves like that when your first half is so dominant. In terms of Montreal, um, it's a tough game, right? It's always going to be a tough game. They're organized. They're under that uh, Lasada mentality now, which is high press, but also wanting the ball and exciting kind of Bielsa mentality from those Leeds United fans that will remember how Bielsa set up. It, it, worries me a little bit with how we played on Wednesday, whether we will go into this one fatigued. I'm hoping that with playing at home, we're able to really bring the mentality that we've seen in home games of that energy and that dominance inside Bank of America Stadium. It's not the first time we've seen a, a game that's been a tale of two halves. Uh, it's something that a couple of people on social media reached out to the two of us about in terms of this being an unfortunate common thread with this team. Where does that come from? Is that a confidence issue? Is that a complacency issue? A talent issue? I mean, wh where, where I guess do you get that type of uh, inconsistency from a team in this fashion? In my opinion, and I think we talked about it in the post game show, it's stemming from not being able to react or adjust to teams making adjustments. We saw Red Bull New York come out a different team with a different energy, with a higher press, and we kind of just stayed the same. A soccer match is meant to be fluid, right? It's meant to have changes. It doesn't have to just be substitutes, although I think we probably should have given our attacking subs a little bit longer. We saw the impact Patrick Adjuman was able to have in seven or so minutes, maybe a little bit longer. Could have seen Patrick find the back of the net again, just pondering on that. But it's one of those where tactically you sometimes have to make those adjustments. And when you see the team play their move, you have to play your move in return. And sometimes it feels like we don't have that second option to go to midway through a game to be able to really adjust to an opponent adjusting. And I also think, too, fr from Charlotte's perspective, all this in and out of the lineup, I think, is dealt with a bit of a lack of chemistry. So, you know, I think a lot of times when you're a squad that plays together, you know how to better handle adversity. And I think the, the constant shuffling in and out of the lineup, I think, is something you look at and say might be helping Charlotte, though. One person who's been a beneficiary of that, Jess, is Ben Bender. Uh, two goals in the game on Wednesday. He played very well against Seattle as well. And I think we're starting to once again see the maturation of a player who I think, you know, last year he kind of hit a bit of a rookie wall. Uh, there were some good spots from him in the second half, although they were few and far between after that initial run of his. Uh, I think this is a player who's growing in confidence. And I think uh, the more and more we see from him, the more and more I like. Yeah, I think on the pitch, he's been absolutely brilliant, showing that maturity, showing that growth, showing the physicality, and more importantly, showing that finishing instinct that he said he had. Again, we talk about it, but when he told you, Will, that he felt like he could offer something in the final third and he felt like he could finish chances, he was setting himself some pretty big words to live by, but he's showing 
that talent, the touch on the goal from Kalina, brilliant, so purposeful to set himself up and then the bending finish for the second goal, brilliant. He is making Latanzio have to look into some very big questions because when you play like that, you're undroppable. The one concern maybe is he disappeared in the second half, like so many of the Charlotte FC players with experience. He needs to be able to find a way to continue to show and continue to have an impact even when things are getting tough for him and his side. Do you feel like Camille Juzviak is deserving of a start this week over Camille or, or over uh, Kerwin Vargas or Justin Mara? Depends on which Kerwin Vargas wants to show up, right? Uh, Kerwin's still a young player, and I feel like in certain matches, he's able to thrive in those physical, tough duels. He has gone silent. You know, in the Red Bull New York game, that style of play didn't suit him. He didn't see much of the ball, wasn't able to show too much. But we also know the Kerwin, they can be the live wire. But Juzviak, for me, offers so much on the defensive side of the ball that Latanzo asked from his wingers that if he's available and is fit to go for a good 70 minutes, then I think he should just because of what he's able to add to the side in terms of that pit bullish nature. Each of the next three games will feature teams that are jockeying for position, one that's also at the top of the table with Cincinnati. But these games before the League's Cup break, there are all tough customers. Each of these games is incredibly important from the standpoint of trying to not only keep pace in a very crowded, as you mentioned, Eastern Conference, Jess, but I think you mentioned it also earlier, is that you're running out of opportunities to mark against these guys. And if you don't take this opportunity, it'll pass you by. Unfortunately, this is the moment that really separates the table potentially. If you can knock off your neighbors, pick up three points against all your neighbors, you're able to create that gap, that cushion that after the league's cup break puts a little bit less pressure on you. You're not chasing. You're kind of just trying to keep away those teams behind you. If you can't do that, if the reverse happens and you drop points time and time again, coming out of that league's cup break, all you're going to be thinking about is how important every single match is and that you can't afford to drop points in a difficult scenario. Far better to be the team that's being chased and the team that's having to chase. We'll see what happens on Saturday. We're on the air beginning at 7 o'clock for a 739 first kick against Montreal. Looking forward to it. As always, it is also Black Excellence Night, so Charlotte FC will be wearing some special numbers to commemorate Black Excellence Month. Looking forward to seeing those on the players. A great local collaboration with local artists that uh, you can read about at charlottefootballclub.com. Just safe ride up, and hopefully we're talking about three points off the weekend. Yes, please, Willie P. Take care. Make sure to tune in for us on the Charlotte FC Radio Network beginning tomorrow at 7, and always Subscribe and listen to Crown Corner wherever you get your podcasts.